Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. New and Making Noise podcast with George Trilly Incognito. And DJ Missy. DJ Missy, you know knowledge is power. Always. And a lot of times we got to educate ourselves. Duh. And you know how they say don't judge a book by its cover. And you know that for sure. Right. And then uh, sometimes, you know, you hear things about people and people try to cast their judgments on you to come up with an observation of that person. Exactly. But a lot of times, and one of my beliefs is to go find out for myself. Of course. And we did just that. Yes, with this next guest that we have, Miss Milan. Yes, a business owner, a momineer yes. is what she calls herself, a mogul, a real estate. Yes. She invested in real estate properties, uh, a fashion designer. Yes. Um, all around, just wholesome businesswoman, very humble, beautiful soul. Yes. A mother. Yes, a mother, a boy mom. A boy mom. Her light shines bright. She's originally from Philly. Yeah. And recently relocated to uh, Atlanta, Georgia during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Miss Milan, the CEO and founder of Milano de Rouge, mm-hmm. all things her. All things her. All things business. She dropped a lot of gems, um, especially for a lot of, not just women in business, but mm-hmm. anybody in business mm-hmm. that wants to start. Mm-hmm. She dropped a lot of gems. She's a very, very smart woman. Again, I do want to put out there that she was just very humble yes for her to be a multi-million dollar woman Mm -hmm. i asked her how does it feel to be that girl and she got shy (laughs) she did like you know it's kind (laughs) of like she's like oh hold on how does it feel for you to be that girl you know yeah and you just coming across a woman like that just humbling spreading light spreading love spreading gems it was just a great thing to witness a lot of times we see people online and you know they invite you into their space and Mm -hmm. we're kind of able to come up with a relation to them of sort. How was it for you uh, watching her go from being online to being in person? Was she the same person that, you know, you learned something? How did you feel? What's crazy is Milan doesn't really speak too much online. Mm. Um, When she does, it's about her brand. Mm -hmm. It's about her business. It might be about her baby or just her all around life and what she has going on, what's moving. So being able to see her in person and actually hear her speak Mm -hmm. and create her own narrative was something great to witness because, you know, you can portray who you want to be online. Right. All day, every day. Right. But when you see him in person, that soul could be icky. Right. That soul could be icky. That outside could be beautiful. But once they get to talking... Right. It's like, ugh, girl. <laughs> but she didn't give that yeah. at all. She came in here open spirit, open heart, and just ready to drop gym. You know, nobody's listening to us. It's just you and I. Yeah. We've sat in front of a lot of people and spoke to a lot of people. Definitely. Is she top five? Definitely top five. Once the uh once we got done, that was probably the first thing I said. That had to be one of our most purest 
interviews, most purest energies that we have. We turned up after. Yeah, to Beyonce. To Beyonce. She's a member of the Beehive. You know, we turned up to be. <laughs> danced a little bit, got the vibe, celebrated her, her 10-year her ten year anniversary. And I was just, that was just great. I feel like a lot of people might know her from that. Yeah. But it's like, if you really been following her, uh-huh. baby been hustling. Like she said, she's been doing that since she's been in college. She's in her right. 30s. Right. So it's like a full circle moment. For her, definitely. For our newfound cousin. For sure. And we ain't saying cousin because we on the coattail in the way. No, it is what it is. You're you going to hear and you're going to feel the vibe. You about to make her your you cousin. <laughs> At the end of listening to this interview, you're going to be like, she my cousin too. No, for real. Because it's just like when you, when it's when it's not on you and it's in you, yeah. you feel it. Straight up. You don't even, even got to see it. Yes. It's already there. Come on, man. New and Making Noise podcast with George Trillian Incognito. And DJ Misses. We present to you a sit down with the one and only Philly born and raised, Miss Milan. Hey, y'all. How you feeling today? I'm feeling amazing. You hopped up out the bed, turned your swag on? Yes. <laughs> so what happened out today? That's every day, though. For sure. We appreciate you coming to be posted on the corner with us. Uh, you're getting ready to celebrate your 10 year anniversary. Woo, woo, woo. Yes. Come on. How does it feel? journey (laughs) feels like a journey it feels amazing though it's truly a blessing like I can't believe God has blessed us Mm. 10 years wow that's a true blessing so for the people out there that might not know but if they don't know who you are they're kind of living under a rock but (laughs) (laughs) let us know a little bit about your resume and who you are I am Milan the owner of Milano de Rouge Apparel I am a businesswoman philanthropist Real estate investor, mogul, mamaneer, womaneer, and more importantly, a dreamer. Period. Yes, sir. When it came to coming up with your apparel line, was Milano de Rouge the first name you came up with? No. What was Holmes <laughs> that you that you had on the dry erase <laughs> the board? The first name I came up with was Rouge de Milano. It was For real? Yes. <laughs> so what I'm made so you happy I changed it. Because when I was working on the logo and I was creating it, I was like, hmm, let me try Milano. Just put this right here. Yeah, and it just stuck. It just was right. It was just perfect. Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> so how did you know you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, I was in college. I went to school for business entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And as I was in school, that's when I started to create Milano de Rouge. Mm-hmm. I was in my macroeconomics class, and I had text my stepsisters and my sister at the time. And I don't know what I was thinking about for me to text them. I don't know what the teacher was even talking about, but I text them like, yo, we're going to start a brand. I was like, we're going to start a brand. We're going to start a website. We're going to make T-shirts with different sayings on it. Mm-hmm. One of y'all on the website, y'all going to talk about shoes. The other one going to talk about purses and bags. And we was like, all right, we got to raise money. So we had a fish fry and we all walked away with about $300 a piece. That's hard. But no one put the money up, including me. (laughs) (laughs) So a year later, I just found myself doing everything that I asked the group to do, like that I asked my stepsisters to do. Everything that I said, I just found myself just doing it. And I didn't even think about it consciously. It just, I just started working on it. I remember I got fired from my job. Mm. And in July, when I was working on my logo, for Milano de Rouge, I was getting an unemployment notice that I that they did not approve my unemployment. As I was working on the logo, and I asked my mom, I'm like, mom, why didn't it approve it? And she was like, don't worry, just try again. The second time, they typically will approve it. And I'm like, you know what? 
I'm not even going to try it. I'm just going to go super hard on Milano de Rouge. And that's what I did. So wow. I just went really hard. So like the, the branding kind of just came to you like a light bulb. Like did you know, like already know the style and how you wanted everything to look? So when I started Milano, I started it because I was always wearing my boyfriend's clothing. So okay. like I would wear his sweatshirts and his sweatsuits and I just love that unisex vibe and I feel like just adding a pair of heels to it, it just gave that sweat. Yeah. So I started it with that intention in mind, like whatever a guy can wear, a girl can wear too. Mm. That's dope. Yeah. What keeps you smiling even on your worst day? God. Come on, wait. My it. faith. Uh-huh. My baby. And just, I'm living a dream, you Definitely. know? Yeah, and like even when I wasn't in this position I, I'm in, I was always smiling. I was always happy because it's something always to be grateful about. Talk that talk. Yeah, definitely. So talk to us about your growth over these past 10 years. Woof. If you knew me when I first started. <laughs> <laughs> Milano de Rouge. I remember when I started Milano, like I set big shoes and expectations for my brand mm -hmm. so that I can grow into it. I knew that I would not. I knew I could not be the same person I was running Milano de Rouge. Mm. I had to grow into a whole new person. So I had to make sacrifices. I had to let some things go so I can grow. And like prior to starting Milano, like I'm from the hood. So like naturally my environment was just like negative. So like I would get into fights. I would just like let other people's reactions control what I, how I do things, you know? So mm. if you're mad at me, like, I'm going to give you that energy back. But right. with Milano, it changed my whole mindset. It changed my whole perception. And it just made me realize, like, I don't want no one to control my day, you know? So I don't know if you guys see, like, even on, like, social media, like, if people are putting me in a blog or something, I don't respond because I don't want to. You can't control my day, you know? Like, I am focused and I'm just focused on the blessings. And I don't want to be controlled, especially by someone that's not happy. I am so happy with my life mm -hmm. and like the direction for it that I can't let someone that's not happy hurt me. Definitely. You know, and they're hurting. And that's how I look at it. Like they're hurting. So hurt people hurt people. Right. And I don't want to hurt anybody. And I don't want, I just want to enjoy my life. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> I can tell that's why your fan base really loves you because you control your narrative. I control my when narrative. When you speak, it's on your time. Yes. And that's dope. Mm -hmm. And like, so that's like with my fashion show, right? Certain things, I, I try to move like Beyonce in the sense. Come on, hello. <laughs> Take a like, page out the book, okay? You know, I'm with the beehive. <laughs> like, Beyonce gonna dress when she wanna address it, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like certain things, like when my shows, I always try to make a teachable moment. Like, my shows is all about inspiration and empowering. Mm -hmm. And certain things, that's when I put it all into my art. I put it all into my craft. Mm -hmm. So different things that happen, and that's when you can see how I felt about it. With your apparel, when did you feel that turning point that you was like, yeah, we next level. You know how it started with a thought for you. You said you were putting in the work. So you're not shocked that it happens, but what was that turning point? Well, before, before I realized that we were next level, the turning point for me was I was making money, but I wasn't seeing it. And in 2015, when I went to go visit my father in prison, he changed the game for me. I remember I was telling him, he like, he see everybody with my clothes on. He like he hear all of the good things about it. And I was like, yeah, but I'm making money by not seeing it. He was like, okay, explain to me your process. I said, every time I get shirts, we sell out. He said, okay, so when you're sold out, how long does it take you to replenish your inventory? I said, it takes about two and a half weeks. He said, okay, so that's the issue. In those two and a half weeks where you don't have any shirts that you're selling, you don't got no money coming in. So all mm. you're doing is spending the money that you made. So you're running in a circle. 
he said the more other stories don't sell out and wow. that was an aha moment for me it may mm. seem so simple but it changed the game my motto became don't sell out so i will watch my numbers as soon as they start to get low i will double the inventory and then i will triple it and then i will quadruple it so i just focused on scaling the company wow and that changed the game and it was just it wasn't like that <laughs> but it definitely it definitely worked that's dope yeah so tell us more about your fashion show that's coming up Ooh, i put my heart and soul into this show mm. everything that i love I put it into Milano de Rouge. Mm. Everything that I genuinely love, you'll see it. Like we put together a visual. It tells the story of 10 years of Milano mm. de Rouge. We have a poet. We have a ballerina. I don't want to say too much, but it's going to be an amazing show. And we sold out. And I was scared because this isn't my city. So right. I was nervous. I remember texting like, yo, we got to find a place where we're going to advertise because we need to push these tickets. Bro, God don't play about me. Hello? Them tickets sold out with no ads. Hey. So what made you choose Atlanta? Because I moved here. So I purchased my house in 2020. And when I had my baby, I really started to think about like ownership and legacy. And at this time, I already was a multimillionaire. Mm -hmm. But I didn't own anything. And I felt like we're told backwards. Like we're taught to like get purses. We're taught to go buy jewelry, a neck piece and get a nice car. But we're not taught to like invest in an asset so your asset can pay for your liability. Period. And when I had my son, my whole mindset shifted. And I'm like, okay, what can I leave him? I have a store in Philadelphia. I have an office in Philadelphia. I have a showroom in Los Angeles, but I don't own any of this stuff. I'm just renting. And there was nothing for me to leave him. So I started to invest in properties. So I bought my first store and then I started to look for a house. Cause I'm like, yo, I want my, my baby can't crawl around this apartment. This apartment was good for me. This 1500 square feet was good for me. But for my baby, I want him to, I want him to have space. Right. So I was looking at LA, LA is my, my place. Like I love LA, but I'm like, for the same amount I'm paying for this job, nah. For the same amount I was paying for a condo. So yeah, so I bought my house and then on Christmas, I had gifted my mom and my sister a property. And for my son's first birthday, I bought him a property too. So wow. I just I just started investing in properties. I started learning about stock. And I'm the type of person that while I'm learning about it, I'm going to just go for it. You know? Because mm -hmm. like, if we can buy a shoe in a bag, why not just invest in something that's going to get us some wealth? You know? So I just was like, all right, I'm going to buy it. And I'm going to learn as I go. I'm going to learn the mistakes as I go. Stock, as I was learning about it, I started investing in it. Mm. And yeah, and my son, I put my son on payroll. So he's our fit model. Everything, all of the baby and kids stuff that we make, he tries on. So he gets paid to do their job. I know that's right. <laughs> he gets paid to do their job. So he's our youngest employee. He's our youngest <laughs> boss. <laughs> that, is so that is so dope. I like that. Why the date 11-11 for the 10-year anniversary? That's, that's my actual anniversary. Mm. That's the day. So the day that I debuted Milano, it was November 11th. I wore the sweatshirt and I sold another one. I wore one and sold one. And that was the day. Wow. So 11-11 is our actual anniversary. Wow. Mm -hmm. That is dope. So how do you find balance with being a mogul, a businesswoman, and a mom? I like to say that I don't balance. Because when mm. I look at balance, I think of like, like you trying to like... Yeah. You're trying to like figure it a scale out, you know, like you're trying to make it work. So I don't want to like stress and overthink about it. So I like try to harmonize everything. Mm -hmm. I try to let it flow together. So like 
I just try to let it be as natural as possible. If I got to work, if I have a meeting, okay, like here, I'm going to put my baby on his iPad, you know, here, chill out, zone out while I do this. So I just try to make everything flow together and it works. Right. So, you know, you got to shout your city out. <laughs> yeah. Of course. I'm from Philly, Philly. Yeah, yeah. You know, we just signed on the radio in Philadelphia. Oh, <laughs> so, look, when we step foot in Philly, in your city, what's some place we need to go? What we need to do? First, first, first of all, you got to go to the Milano de Rouge store. Come Here on with it. No, not Spring Garden Street. Then you got to pull up on Tasty's. And then you got to pull up on Country Cooking. Yeah. yeah. So... Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah, you so got to pull out yes. <laughs> Okay, country cooking. Yes, country That's cooking. She if turned I, on Instagram. If I pull up with my Milano Day Rouge hoodie, she going to argue me a discount. <laughs> she going to take care of you. Y'all see it. <laughs> Y'all see it. <laughs> so besides, you know, you um, having your fashion line, what else are you working on right now that you could tell us about? Um... What else? So right now, I so I had purchased a twenty one thousand square foot office space out in Atlanta. Congratulations! Thank you so you much. You like that? We got you. We building out here. Good. Um, yeah. So we're building out here, and we're just working on remodeling that space, and it's going to be my content creation, production, and design studio. Definitely, so, yeah. that is so dope. So with all of this stuff going on, how are you protecting your peace, honey? Prayer. Prayer, massages. I love getting massages. I will go for a walk, just take my baby for a walk. So I'm really good at like zoning out when I need to. Mm. Like if I'm starting to feel overwhelmed, it's yeah. like, okay, let me go get a pedicure. Or let me go to a movies by some myself. Self-care. Yeah, some self-care. It's all about the self-care. Or even just a nice long bubble bath, light a Milano candle, read mm. my book, and just like chill out. Yeah. Mm. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, got, you got candles for the girls? Yeah, we got candles, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Our candles, we have two different scents. is forgiveness and growth. I like I that. I love that. Yes. I like that. I like those affirmations, too. <laughs> uh, being a boy mom, what's something you're really good at cooking? Egg Sims. Well, we just, I just learned how to make pancakes. I make post, I posted a video on Instagram. <laughs> I'm trying to Google it. I'm making it. <laughs> he wake up like, mommy, mommy, I want pancakes. I'm like, you want cereal? Right. Okay, I'll make you some pancakes. So I'm not really, not really in the kitchen like that, but I'm gonna Google anything. I know that's right. All you gotta do is follow the instructions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it came out pretty good. Come on, quick, quick game of uh, this or that, and I'm noticing. Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Whoa. Are you left-handed? I'm right-handed. But how you feet? I just, you know what I'm saying? You working that left real hard over there. You working that, working that left real hard. But uh, gamer this or that, when it comes to your cell phone, do you prefer a text message or FaceTime? Text. You got sure. an appointment to FaceTime. Okay. What comes first? Do you need your hair or your nails done? In your spare time, are you watching a television show or are you watching a movie? Movie. For sure. Uh, when it comes to traveling, if you were going to go to a beach or you want to be poolside? Beach. Beach, for sure. And I think my last this or that, uh, do you eat chicken? Yes. Are you team drums or team flats? Team small wings. <laughs> they be having some big wings out in Atlanta. No, for for real. Sure. I, I don't like the steroid wings. <laughs> but hey, but cool. I, like, I like a drum. Okay, for yeah. sure, for sure. So uh, how are you treating Atlanta? How you like it down here being in the I'm, South? I'm loving Atlanta. I just love being around the black excellence. And it's just like, it just feel like home. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. dope. That's dope. So the dream continues. Explain that to us. The dream continues means once you make one dream a reality, you dream some more. You dream bigger, you dream better, but you never stop dreaming. So I'm really big on just like not getting content, not getting comfortable. Like I feel like 
If I can make $100,000, I can make a million dollars. If I can make $100 from zero, I can make $1,000. And to me, it's not really about the money. It's just about the excess. Mm -hmm. It's about being able to change lives. It's about just dreaming, you Mm -hmm. know? And I was doing Milano Duge. As hard as I was working now, I was working hard. I was working equally as hard when I didn't have anything. So it never was about the money. I didn't create a brand to make money. I didn't know that I was going to make money. I just created a brand to make a difference. Mm -hmm. And it was really a difference in my life. And in turn, God blessed me to make a difference in the lives of others. Definitely. So that's what the dream continues is. That's beautiful. So where do you see yourself in the next 10 years? In the next 10 years, I see myself married with a few babies. Come Come on, guys. (laughs) A few more babies. But probably with a surrogate, though, because I don't know. You you don't you don't you don't know. I don't know about carrying it, another one, but, but you do want some more babies. I want more. I, I want four total. Really? Probably. That's dope. So, what advice do you have for the other upcoming business women out there? The advice I have for the other upcoming business women out there is just go for it. Like, don't let nothing stop you. And sometimes you don't need a plan. I didn't have a business plan when I started out. I didn't know how I was going to get from A to Z. I didn't know how I was going to get from A to B, to be honest. I just started at A, and once I figured A out, it was going to the next step. So just go for it. Mm. And and don't tell your dreams to small-minded people mm. because sometimes they may put their doubts and fears onto you. So, yeah, and try to not be the smartest person in your circle. Like, everyone around me, they're all smarter than me in a certain area, and I want that, and I love that, and I always go for, to them for advice. And if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. So how important is it to you to have a team? Ooh, I remember when I started, right? My biggest thing was like letting people in because I know how precious Milano de Rouge was to me. Like, it's like, that's my baby. That's my first baby. So I didn't really want to open myself up to let people in. And one of the first people I hired, she did everything that I was afraid of. Everything that she did, it was like, I thought, and I'm like, this is why I did not want to bring nobody in. But in that same moment, I'm so grateful because it showed me that, okay, I lived. Like, I looked at it like a relationship. Just because you get hurt, that don't mean you stop loving, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Now you know what to look for in the next person you bring on. Mm -hmm. And you know that you don't have to tell everybody everything. They only need to know. You only tell them what they need to know. So having a team is really amazing. It taught me how to delegate. Before, I would just do everything on my own. Mm -hmm. And having a team is like, okay, this person can help me with this, this person can help me with that. And everybody bring a different vision and aspect to the brand. And it just makes it beautiful. In this industry, you know, it's it's, it's fickle, however like that. Who's someone that you lean on as a big sus or a big bro for information and someone you can be vulnerable with? My sister. My real sister. Nunu. Shout out to Nunu. What's up, Nunu? (laughs) (laughs) My real sister, yeah. But my friends, too, and my team. Like, I can lean on them. Like, Greg, that's my bro. Yeah. And, yeah, my team is, like, my family. Like, my business partner. Oh, I forgot about my other business. Got a cheesesteak truck in Los Angeles. Come on, guys. Next time you're in L.A., Uh pull up to College Boy Cheesesteaks. Okay. My business partner, Lemire, that's my dog, too. Like, so just having different people that align and understand you is a beautiful feeling, y'all. What do you think is one of the biggest misconceptions about you? One of the biggest misconceptions about me is... mm, I don't know, because I don't listen to negativity. Okay, hello. <laughs> but maybe, mm, to be honest, I don't know. 
because I ain't here to correct nobody. I let them think what they want to think. In due time, they'll see. Mm. And that's a fact. Stand yeah. up. If you could go back in time and give your younger self advice, what would you tell yourself? If I can go back in time and give my younger self advice, I would tell myself, damn, that's a good question. You got this. That's what I tell myself. You got this. Everything that you'll go through, you're going to get through. Don't stress about it. Just know that it's going to make you stronger. It's going to make you more resilient. And it's just going to make you, like, undefeated and unstoppable. That's mm. beautiful. I know that's right. If Milan had a superpower, what would it be? My superpower, it would be to heal everyone. Yes, I love that. I love that. From like, Power to heal. Not just sickness, just from, like, hurt and trauma and just, like, yeah, just embracing the journey and just, like, I just wish I could be like, okay, you're healed, you're healed. Right. Like, just, just, just live in your being. Like, just, just, I, me personally, when I talk to people, I be just like, I want you to tap in. Like, tap into your greatness. Like, bro, like, you great. Like, like you got to know you great. Like, tap in. When you wake up every morning, just like, you got to see that greatness within you. So, if I had the superpower, it would be like for you to heal from whatever is stopping you from being great. Yes. Now, uh, before we close this interview, when you first walked in off the record, Mrs. asked you a question. I really want you to ask that question oh, in the interview. <laughs> okay. And I like what y'all shared with each other, you know. Flat out. So I asked her, how does it feel to be that girl? Ooh. And I had to tell her, like, but think about it, because I don't look at myself as that girl. Like, I know that I'm amazing, I know that I'm powerful, but I feel like we're all that girl. Like, we're all dope. So, that question took me back a little bit, but yeah, I think we're all pretty dope. The mom entrepreneur, I might have just made up a word. Mama near. Mama near. Mama near. And we gonna end it on that, Miss Malone. Yeah. <laughs> I like y'all. <laughs> For sure.